previously on The Marvelous Patrick Show. I don't usually listen to our own show because much like I have a face for podcasting, I have a voice for m- miming. Yeah, I like, I got real problems. I don't have, t- I don't have time for this. It's just- <laughs> <This is> gone. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Marvelous Patrick Show. I'm your host, The Marvelous Patrick, and with me tonight are two co-hosts. That's right, we've doubled your co-host quota for 2018 because uh, you deserve it, and I deserve it. Everyone deserves it. There's a lot of deserving people. And speaking of deserving people, here are my co-hosts. Our usual co-host has always been with us. Uh, you know him from such episodes as number ones through five, Matt Novak. Hello, does this name. make us co-hosts or co-co-hosts? I just Ooh, responded. Coco. Do you not hear me? I did, but it was like really like a long delay, and I thought you weren't going to say anything. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of delay and lag here and, and weirdness. Oh, that's what it, you're getting lag. Okay. Well, before we get to anything else then, uh, and, and worry about lag and <laughs> crap like that. Anyway, Matt's here, and so is our other co-host, our co-co-host. Eric Famoso. I mean, I could actually just be known as the guest host if that would be a little easier. I mean, more, you know, who knows if I'll be here ever again. I might be lost in the abyss of known well, as the inner wide web. I, I, you know, I think we always kind of hope. Well, when we started, when we talked about starting this show, you were, we'd hoped that you were going to join us all the time then. And yeah, I, I was a... I I was fortunate enough to be a part of that first conversation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the, the goal was always to behave the three of us, and it just it didn't work out until now. You know, two geniuses and an idiot would have been a great name too, right? Yeah, but where are we going to find two geniuses? <laughs> oh, I thought that was you two, and I was the... <laughs> so it's our first, yes, show of, yeah. oh, our boy. first show of 2018. Uh, and we're just, uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to this show before, um, this is a really kind of a weird thing where we all, each of us each week come with three topics and then each of us gets, uh, two vetoes of those topics that we end up with, uh, one topic each for the three of us to talk about. And so, um, we'll just kind of do like a little speed round where each of us gives our three topics with, and the other two can give a quick, like one or two sentence reaction and then we'll have a voting round, and then the actual show will start. So we don't really know where the show will go. It could be geeky, it could be funny, it could be serious, it could be political. Um, we just know that every week it's whatever we want to talk about. Are we ready for for the topic round? I feel like I should get, like, bumped yes. or something for these things. All right. Um, you know, Eric has never been here before. I feel it would be really cruel to make him go first to his topic. So, Eric, lead us off. All right. Why, excellent. <laughs> Thank goodness I was prepared. Um, so you said, is this the first episode of 2018 or no? It is. It is their first episode. Awesome. Awesome. I, I'm so lucky and fortunate to be a part of that. I actually, um, for that thing i thought maybe uh new year's resolution slash diet fads okay is right. one. I, I have neither of those interestingly i'm enough, writing though, i'm writing that down 
New Year's resolution so that I can cross it out later. Perfect. All right. Perfect. My, my reaction and it, to that it's, is on diet fads is uh, since losing my, my steady day job back in October, I've lost over 20 pounds. So. <laughs> I mean, quite the input you'll have then. I'm, I guess I was I less about the resolution. Job. <laughs> more, more about the diet fads. Um, okay. And okay, so then do I keep going then? Yeah, yeah, you give. Yes. All oh, awesome! Yeah, awesome. Okay, so my second one is this is in regards to a amazing gift that I got. So I thought um, we could do something called toilet love. So the love for our toilet. I was. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I have toilet love. I could totally get into that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Oh, oh boy! All right. And, and my final one um, is my veto priority. <laughs> no. Um, my final topic would be uh, reality TV game shows, if that hasn't been a topic. No, because uh, I don't like unscripted things. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So I've got my veto lined up. <laughs> All right, Matt, uh, why don't you go next? All right, topic number one, hubris. Hubris making its third attempt as a topic. <laughs> All right. That's, I think topic it of itself, number like, two. Humusy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not going away. All right, <laughs> topic number two, the Okie Dokie Brothers. I just heard them on Kids Place Live today. All right. And topic number three. Oh, I'm getting a little leg here. Yeah, you're like all trony. Huh. See, you guys are very trony with me here, too. This might have to be a short show for me. You might just have to sit and nod a lot. That's, that's I've been doing that, so... Well, I'll do my best to to not in a volume that is conducive to a podcast. Um, so my third topic, I want to talk about Mario Kart. Ooh, I love Mario Kart. That was a really long delay for me. Yeah, you're, it came out when, it, when you were saying it as... I want to talk about Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I sat here for like probably a good 10 seconds before I heard anything from you. <laughs> it's gotten better since we started complaining about it, so I don't know. All right. Hey, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. That's right. Grease it up. All right. Well, are you ready for my three topics? Uh, of course you are because I'm the last to go. My first one. Steve Bannon! The cannon. Cannon of Bannon. Number two! Trump's health report. I was given a chance to react. But. This, this isn't a delay. I just have no commentary on that one. Oh, Eric are we really supposed quiet. to... Yeah, you Are can we supposed to comment? These. Yeah, you oh, can comment I, on these as they, they're said. I just didn't want to upstage you. 
in your moment. Sorry. Well, no, that's all I do is upstage people. <laughs> Have you all right. Listen to our show. That's all we do. Well, it's going to be great. We. Right. <laughs> and my third topic, the Nintendo Switch is the best-selling console of all time, beating out the Wii. Huh. All right. So two video game things. What are the odds? I'd say one in three. Oh, no. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. We haven't talked video games yet. You need to retake uh, statistics. I never took statistics. Barbie said it best. Math is hard. Wait, so Trump's healthcare report, is that a video game? No. Wait, you said Maybe. two video game things, Matt. I'm confused. Matt oh, like I... Oh, I see. Yeah. All right, well, let's move to the veto <laughs> round. <laughs> I thought that was an Atari game coming back. Or, like, instead of, you know, Donkey Kong, it was Trump with the health report above <laughs> dropping, throwing barrels. I don't know. Sorry. Bad input. <laughs> I already think this is the best episode ever. <laughs> You say that every episode. I think my ukulele just fell over. Anyway. All right. Veto round. Um, Since Eric went first with giving his topics, I think we'll let Matt have first veto. All right. So I'm going to start by vetoing Toilet Love from Eric. Ah, dang it! I really wanted that one so bad. Yeah, I really didn't want that one. <laughs> I have a bidet. I like yeah. that about my bidet. Okay, all right, no, we're not we're not talking about that Can't. one. This is us no. not talking about that. I know. Railroad us in, Matt. Yep. Here we go. All right. Hey, all right. All right. And then and then from from Patrick, I am going to veto. I'm gonna veto Trump's health report. Okay. All right. Now, Eric, I'm going to give you the next veto. Okay, so then I don't veto myself, but I do yeah, veto me. Matt, but, and I veto yeah. Patrick. Okay. Um, Okie dokie. No, no, I'm not vetoing that yet. I Sorry, that was just a typical phrase I use. Sorry, oh. Matt, don't get too nervous. Um, <laughs> hey, I got three topics. You're going to have to talk about one of them. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> or at least listen to, to one of them. Exactly. I'm excited for one of yours. Um, if you can guess which one that is. Maybe we should do reverse veto. I don't know. Hang it. Oh, well. Um, so, Matt, can you go into, when you said hubris? No, no, nope. You had to be listening to the show priorly. <laughs> I had my chance talking, for a rebuttal. We're just talking about hubris. That's what, yep, that's what it would be. Okay. Um, I'm going to veto Okie Dokie Brothers. All right. Unless you had a soundbite. Did you have a soundbite that you were going to insert? And we could probably sample a song. No, vetoed. Vetoed. Sorry. All right. What about mine? Your choices are Steve Bannon and Nintendo Switch. Oh, that's right. My mouse just died on me. One second. Um, I can still talk and do this, but um, I'm so glad Matt went first with you. People don't realize Eric is actually just clicking the mouse in Morse code and then it talks. Exactly. It's a new app I built. Um, uh, I like... Okay, I'm going to say Nintendo Switch. You're vetoing that? I am vetoing it. Okay. So the first keeper 
is Steve Bannon. Wow, that's never that's just, that's a phrase that's never been uttered before. All right, well, I guess um, it's my turn, and um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna veto Matt first. Oh, dang it! I really like Hubris, and I really like Mario Kart. But I, I mean, there's no new Mario Kart. That's the thing. I don't know what we would. There's nothing. I mean, oh, wait. There's on the Switch, isn't it? But that's just a. But that's just a. That came out a months ago, and B, it was a re-release of what was on the Wii U. Yeah, but we're not going to be discussing this for a while. I mean, you know, I mean, right? Who knows when this will get played? It, not nothing is timely. Nothing's ever timely. You're right. This is. We're. I mean, weeks out. That's, oh God! I, I mean, I just, but then again, I feel bad if I veto hubris because it always gets vetoed. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the it's odds the are good; it will file. be back. I kind of want to just get to it. I'm I'm vetoing. No, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna veto reality TV game shows from Eric. Oh come on! Because I hate them. So, but Eric and I could talk about. All right, I'm bringing that one back too. And that was more right, or less. So, I I probably said that wrong, which is fine because it'll allow for another opportunity. Um, yeah. So New Year's resolutions and diet fads is a keeper. Sure. Woohoo! Okay, I gotta pick one of Eric's, or I mean one of Matt's now. Oh dang it! Well, you could have just vetoed mine. I did all veto of yours. Mine. No, I can't. Everyone gets. Oh. That's not, that's there's rules, man. That's not We're the a game. society. We're a society. I would have liked to be the outcast. That's okay. No. That's a good song Thanks too. For a good group. No. Uh, I'm vetoing Mario Kart. Wow. Oh on, God, it hurts. Womp womp womp. That's right. your soundboard, right, Matt? Right, Patrick? Yeah. Our <laughs> topics this week are, in no particular order, Steve Bannon, New Year's resolution resolutions and diet fads and hubris uh which one should we which one what kind of order we want to put these in this week guys let's start let's start with hubris i think that's appropriate and then what do you want to do next bannon all right and then we'll end with the resolutions and diet fads uh yeah i I gotta tell you i I got to tell you, I think this just became our, our worst episode ever with these three <laughs> topics. <laughs> we had such gold. It's, it devolved very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it just well, it never recovered after I dropped my ukulele. Can we timestamp this for people to quit listening at some point? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know how they have a timestamp within the, uh, nah, the nah, clickbait? I, uh, I, I feel like... Um, we- <laughs> No, yeah, we want them to suffer time. along with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, why should they? Exactly. Why should they get off uh, lucky there? All right, Matt, you're the leader of the pack with hubris. All right. Go. So here's here's what I want to talk about with hubris. We're we're doing a podcast where we are opining about things. We're we're sometimes we're speaking about them as if we've got some knowledge uh, of those things, and and sometimes we do, and sometimes we just think we do. And there's a very strange thing that's happening where, I mean, hypothetically, people are listening to us, um, and and why should they? Because who are we? What you know? 
what is so great about us and our expertise. And I just kind of wanted, wanted to throw that out there and, and talk about the fact that, honestly, part of me feels like a fraud just doing a podcast. Well, to be fair, it is the Marvelous Patrick Show, and I am the Marvelous Patrick Show. So I, and I, I kind of feel like that right there allows for me to, um, you know, it's not like this is the Howie Mandel Show and I'm the Marvelous Patrick. That would be hubris. That I might listen to. <laughs> it's the Howie Mandel Show with no Howie Mandel. I don't know why I picked Howie Mandel, by the way. I have no idea. Better that than Maury. That's a good point. Um, Is it? <laughs> so, actually, do you, can I take a moment here? Um, I know I might ask a lot of those, but um, Matt, can you give me that in a sentence? Use it in a sentence, hubris. What's so great about us that anyone should listen to us? Oh, you mean use okay. the word hubris? You mean, like you want, you're looking for a definition type of thing? I just want to make sure I'm, you know... Yes, I mean, exactly. hubris is like is like that that full of yourself pride, you know, ancient Greek. The <coughs> hubris is the <coughs> thing that's that causes the gods to strike you down uh, f- for your folly. And 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 yeah, you know, um, there may be people who think so highly of themselves out there in the world today um, <coughs> that you know. <coughs> oh, perfect. I think it's, I, I think, I think I his ukulele it. broke again. Yes. Fellow. Sounds like a cat getting stepped on, potentially. Uh, no, wait, that's a right weirder me, sound. Actually. So, no, perfect, Mac, thank you. I just wanted to make sure I was having the right understanding, the right idea. I, that's what I thought it was. I just didn't. Yep. No, it's that, like, yeah, it's that full I didn't of want to have type of thing. Yeah, too much ignorance going into this. So goes above well, but I mean, I mean, that's honestly, that's kind of the exact, and the fact that you're stopping and asking the question is really the kind of thing that I want to say. Like, hey, that's that's kind of the opposite of hubris, right? Like, hey, we're 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 talking about these things, and what we don't know, we don't know, um, and so especially as we talk about say political things, or you know, we I think we've talked about healthcare stuff in the past, and I mean, all sorts of things. Uh, you know, there are certain areas I know I don't know. Like when it comes to comics, I I just ask questions because I don't know nearly uh, what Patrick does. Uh, well, and, but and that's the thing. I think I mean, okay, we're six or whatever episodes in, right? And I think this is something that's very fair to call out about our show. Is um, when we talked about estate taxes, you took lead, right? Why? Because uh, you're a lawyer that deals with estate taxes. Um, when we were talking about GOP tax plan, I was reading um, bullet points from a website that I cited and, and, and said, this is where I'm getting my information, right? So, right. Yeah, so, there, you know, I, I think, and I think this goes along with the idea of journalistic integrity, uh, which of which, no, we don't have that. But, um, you know, if you're going to cite or if you're going to state some facts, you need to say, well, I got this fact from no, I know it because of this, you know, A, B and C or X, Y, Z or any other combination of three letters. Um, but there there is a lot of, you know, that Zap Brannigan-esque kind of just uh, Brannigan's laws like Brannigan's love and you kind of just go with it. Right. I mean, right. There's like, you know, we do some speculation and we, you know, I mean, even even the estate tax stuff. Right. Like, yeah, I deal with that. But 
I deal with it in concrete situations where I'm sitting down with individuals. And so I have my opinions, but I'm sharing my opinions. What makes my opinion so great when I'm not actually, you know, sitting down and advising someone? Um, and, well, and, and I think that's fair too, is that we've, we've, we have said, you know, these are our opinions and that's, I mean, that's part of, you know, a podcast is opinions. You know, we're not, I don't think we are out to be an informative, that, you know, single source on anything, you know, what, and I think the hubris you're actually, you know, really the, the problematic hubris is the, when it's, no, no, this is, this is real. Trust me, you know, um, I know things kind of hubris or, uh, I'm, I'm an expert in this. I'm the best at this. I'm just going to go do it. Even though I have no, there's nothing about my life at any point that says I should be capable of doing this. I mean, okay, why are we doing a podcast? Well, first of all, um, you know, just the, the basics is, uh, my entire career has been public-y kind of stuff, right? Whether it's making comics or doing stand-up or whatever, right? So, I mean, this is a very natural extension <laughs> of a public persona. Um, that way, you know, it's another way for me to reach the same audience that I have been making other kinds of content for. It makes sense, right? Um, you know, take that. I just activated Siri by accident. Well, that's so weird. Um, okay. Are you guys still there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't sound as good anymore. You know why? Here. Because it switched. Oh my gosh, it totally switched my microphone. I think. Is it better now? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was so crazy. Um, but, see, not, not see, an expert. we don't know what we're doing. Not an expert, though, right? I don't say, like, I'm a broadcaster or anything. Um, you know, that, and that's just it. Like, and the, and the stuff we talk about here, you know, is very much in line, like, like, again, this is the Marvelous Patrick Show. I'm the Marvelous Patrick. I make art about things I'm thinking about, right? Whether it's stuff I see in the news or things that happen with my family or, or just life in general. I mean, right, that's that's art. That's just people commenting on their lives and things they're interested in. Uh, you know, Gary Larson, who made The Far Side, you know, he wrote when he did the, when they were putting together The Complete Far Side in the, like, text piece that accompanied it, that when he went back through those, it was like looking at his journal because, like, oh, I could see that this is the thing I was interested in by, you know, based on the comics he was making. So I think, you know, that's, that's us, but you know, and I, why are why are why is hubris a thing right now, Matt? I mean, that's the question. That was my next line of thing. Is this is something in the political scheme that's there? Well, is this I something mean, you've come across more recently? I I feel like we see it a lot, and and certainly I think there is a lot of this with, I mean, I the news media, politicians. Um, I mean, it, it's a big thing, and I, I think it predates Trump, uh, certainly. Um, but well, but Colbert, he, right, a, with truthiness. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that was that was that was like kind of the, the you know, in some ways, the most uh, the the current modern form kind of began there, right? Where we don't, where I can't remember who it was in the George W. Bush administration says we're living in a post-fact era. Right. And so it's, I mean, and so it's, yeah, it, it's just this big thing where I, I want people to step back and say, like, and I want us to say it sometimes, 
as a sort of as this disclaimer, here's what we're kind of thinking. Here's the kind of the core we're getting to. But these are, you know, it's an active thought process. There's a difference between like a conclusion stated definitively and and that effort to get to to get to that conclusion. Um, and and we should all all always be working through to get to those conclusions kind of thing. Well, I have to say, I think that's exactly what's missing with the president. Okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, this is why we're talking about, right? This is, it, it, it's because of Trump. Let's not, let's not delude ourselves, right? It's because this is a guy who, you know, is complete stream of consciousness and acts like that stream of consciousness is, you know, um, just the word of God. You know, he, he's, he's talking to people about the wall and someone brings up transparency and he thinks it means you have to be able to see through the wall. Well, why? And he's talking to a crowd and he's like, and you, you got to have transparency at the wall because he's like, well, why would you want a transparent wall? Oh, so you can see the people on the other side <laughs> of the wall. Because, well, why would you want to see them? Well, because they might be trying to throw drugs over and you want to you want to make sure you can see if they're throwing those drugs so they don't land on you. And, you know, just I'm, this, I'm not making this up. Right. These are Wait, that's it. That's the that actual happened. thing that happened, and because uh, I wanted hubris, not hubris, this one, you know, because uh, it sounds so ridiculous, but right, but that—that's exactly hubris, right? And so he's, and the crowd is eating it up, like, yeah, we want a transparent wall, like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> what, 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 what do you think this is? Star Trek, where it's gonna be like a force field? <laughs> And then, you know, like, well, we, because, you know, you want to see if they're trying to climb over with ladders and like, what? no. <laughs> just, oh, boy. I, the wall is a great example of hubris. And I mean, and, and, and you know, in, in, in literature and in fiction and in art and everything, we've always seen stories of hubris, right? I mean, Jurassic Park is probably the most famous contemporary story of hubris. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Speaking of giant walls, the, the wall thing kind of pisses me off because, well, here's the thing. Back in when I was in ninth grade, I wrote a satire piece in my social studies class when we were talking about immigration, about the only way would be Jurassic Park style walls along the border. Oh boy! And here we are, thirty years later, twenty years later, and it's public policy, <laughs> like. This is an idea a 14-year-old wrote as a joke, and all of a sudden, like, how did this happen? <laughs> oh, man. Your content got in the wrong hands. I, I yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> he's, I mean he's going to have Senior Spielbergo be the one to create it, I feel. You, you brought the idea to life, and life finds a way. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Life uh, uh, finds a way. Uh, You you do actually have a a, a wall on your border wall, eventually, right? All right, well, that's hubris. That's hubris. I think we should move on. Um, Let's just keep up the the Trump train. Steve Bannon is in the news. Oh, goodness. uh, This is my topic, so I I take lead happily. Um. What a whirlwind month Steve Bannon has had, right? Um, you know, a few months ago, he was ousted from the White House. He went back to Breitbart as kind of the returning conquering hero. Um, 
And then, you know, and he was he was still fighting the good fight, but now he was outside the White House, and you know it was pretty clear that you know that he was out of the White House, but he wasn't far from the president's thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I probably should we I probably should say who Steve Bannon is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a white supremacist who works at worked at a news organization called Breitbart, which is right wing extremism news. And he was a presidential advisor for like the first six months of uh, the Trump administration and worked on the Trump campaign. Say, well, we're, he was really sort of the ultimate engineer of its success. He was, yeah. The messaging is pure Bannon. I mean, that's, you know. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so and then a couple of weeks ago, this book by um, by Michael Wolf comes out, which has dubious journalistic integrity. Well, we, right. Yeah. But yeah. it also, it also, no one is shocked by the content because it's kind of like all open secrets. Right. And one of the people who really shot off his mouth in that book was Steve Bannon. <laughs> Talking about how the meeting at Trump Tower between the Trump team and the Russians was clearly treason. <laughs> And the Trumps need to be worried about money laundering because that's where Mueller's going to get them and a whole lot of things. So the book comes out. Bannon is, is uh, he's backed by these Mercers, these very rich people, very, very arch conservatives. They remove their backing from him. He's obviously in trouble now. Him and Trump aren't getting along because, you know, the whole, you know, throwing the Trumps under the bus. And he's out at Breitbart. Wow, what a week. And then today happens. <laughs> and today he was called to testify, or today he was supposed to be testifying before the House investigation on the whole Russia collusion Trump problems. And while he's there, we learned that Robert Mueller has subpoenaed him to appear before the grand jury. And um, here's where it gets even better. It was I heard this? I heard a comment I thought was really great. Was it seems like Steve Steve Bannon through the the Wolf book has uh, talked himself into a subpoena before the grand jury. But before he was not even really, he was not really high up on the list of of interesting of of, of potential witnesses for Mueller, and he just moved to the head of the class with those treason comments. So, Steve Bannon, ladies and gentlemen. Matt, you know, uh, do you want you want to, as the lawyer you want to talk about what the grand jury is just for people to understand why that's a big deal? Well, I mean, it, certainly not an area that I actually know a, a whole lot about more than what I read in the papers, basically, because grand juries are a fairly rarely used thing. Um, but they are, I, I guess, they can. It's a jury that looks at the evidence that is presented, all of the evidence, not just the evidence that would be sort of legal to have a trial on, as I right, and then and decides whether or not there is enough there to bring a charge, which is a lower standard of proof than uh, the charge itself. When you would bring that, um, so the grand jury is you know, just looking basically, it's looking at all the information they can uh, to determine whether they're. A charge should be brought, basically, is the way a, a grand jury regularly and works. Here's what's really important about this. 
is that when you go before the grand jury, you don't get a lawyer. You can prepare I, I guess. with lawyers beforehand, but your testimony in and of itself is not like a courtroom testimony. It is you have to answer their questions truthfully, and all the if you are not truthful or refuse to answer, there could be criminal charges brought against you. You know, I, to me, I don't see that being an issue for Bannon. Well, it because probably wouldn't be except for he just testified before Congress, so under oath. So yeah, no, if, these no, two, here's, if these two things don't match. No, here's why I don't think that's a problem for Bannon. Because Bannon has no shame or hesitation, <laughs> right? He, is, he has said terrible things. He is not – like he is the type of person who will speak what he perceives to be the truth to power. Now, his particular brand of – what he thinks is or should be true is is disturbing, but he's never shied away from saying it like he sees it, and so I I feel like he would he would just as well do that here because as strange as it may be, I, I, to me Bannon strikes me as one of the few people who I mean. One of the big conflicts right now is, is do you put country over party or party over country, right? But see, to me, Bannon puts what he thinks the country should be over all else. That's why he was willing to go to Trump because he thought he could accomplish what he thought the country should be through that route. I Obviously would disagree now, with you. Uh, I would say Bannon puts Bannon before all else. Well, maybe, and, but that's not going to be and, a problem for him here. Um, and in this case... You know, you know, it, it depends. Does he think, does Bannon think his interests are better served, you know, basically rolling over and, you know, to, I, mean, I, I, I mean, if I'm, if I'm Bannon, I, I, if I'm any of those people, right, Robert Mueller would scare me. I'd be scared of Robert Mueller if he just, if I all of a sudden got a, you know, like an elevator with him, right? I mean, this guy is, is, is phenomenal. Um, but I, I, I kind of have to wonder, you know, he's going to have, you know, he's got the first testimony today under oath, and obviously there's this book. I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions, and and he's going to be, you know, he's not going to be able to weasel out of things and say, I didn't say that, or I didn't mean that, kind of like, or, you know, which has kind of been his 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 thing when he gets into hot water is, ah, oh, that, I, you know. I don't feel like that's been his thing. I, you know, I wouldn't, I guess we see this one differently, because I feel like he... He does not shy away, and and obviously the quotes in the book, to the extent that they are accurate quotes, and it sounds like some of them at least are, um, you know, would tend to indicate that he's not the person who's going to say, "I'm not going to talk to you. I'm I'm the loyal guy." He put he puts his ideology above, you know, clearly Trump, and and I think he'd do it over. Over Trump again, but what do you do it over Mueller and over? You know, and he'll, he'll, I mean, he hates the deep state. He hates you know the whole, et cetera. I mean, he, I mean, in some ways, Mueller is kind of, you know, very much the thing he hates the most. Mm. Maybe. <laughs>
I'll have to think about that. So I, I think it's going to be very interesting. Man, uh, you know, when Mueller releases his report, when I mean, when that day does come, holy cow, it's going to be... It's going to be phenomenal. I think we can all... I mean, I think... I think the only... I think there are at least three people who should not be sleeping well right now and maybe have some bladder control problems, and that'd be Kushner, Jr., and Donald. Because Bannon was everywhere with them for over a year. He knew Mm -hmm. everything. So do you think he still should hold the title, the greatest manipulator? (laughs) well that's a good question Matt what do you think I don't think that's one of those official titles like Miss America I think that's uh... (laughs) sorry I just wanted to interject a little bit I didn't feel like I had enough Hey, it's your dialect or dialogue there. I mean I was more or less going less you know when I'm his age I hope I can pull off his hairstyle he can't pull off his hairstyle at his age. <laughs> I mean, he does. He looks like the crazy guy with a podcast in his basement, which he will be someday. Exactly. Exactly. He, he feels. He's supposed to have a show I, on Sirius XM. It gets pulled and everything. I mean, he's 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 lost it all. It was just. I I do find that really fascinating to me because that would tend to suggest that there's still some teeth to a, a more traditional conservative base and funding than an alt-right base and funding and, and more they were tolerating the alt-right for a while and now they're just going to tolerate Trump instead. Um, I think it I, really shows that the alt-right has no money. I, I mean, mean that, yeah, yeah. That, I, mean, mm-hmm. that's the, I mean, that's it right there. I mean, they, well, they, that, and... Not enough money to just put it into his funding yeah. spiel then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to watch the I mean God I you know I mean obviously in the, in the grand jury testimony is all private at the time and everything so I mean we will not know until maybe ever exactly what is said and what but and what the questions are being asked but you know obviously the the big piece for it is if there is an obstruction case being built Bannon would be a key witness into insight because one of the things you need for an obstruction case is the mental state of the president of the time, you know, were they attempting to obstruct justice or not? And Bannon would be a key witness in terms of that information. So, all right. So Matt, I'm going to dive in here a little bit too about this. I just think back to like, I was looking through some details about him, like February last year, this guy is like in front of major crowds speaking and then February this year, he's going to be in front of, you know, the grand, like the grand jury. It's insane. Like, I don't, I don't get this. And like, you think about this too, like typical, like typical court cases too, they take forever to yeah. get forever. And we're just because of the, the level and the, the level of statute that this actually is, it just, everything's getting hurried up too. And that's just, that's what's blowing my mind. I think that, I think the real hurry is is Trump. I mean, Trump can't at some point, except for family, some, everyone rubs Trump the wrong way at some point. Right. Um, I mean, even Omarosa has left the white house. I mean, she's been, was that first season of 
of The Apprentice. Yeah. I mean, she's been around Trump forever. And she had to be uh, bodily removed by security. I mean, so there's, you know, I mean, the the level of, of conflicts regarding access to the president and then Trump's, like, personal, I mean, he... To him, it's it's all all ego. It's all the time, it's all and to the ex, um, yeah, and and to the extent that anyone steps on that ever, there's a problem with them, and they're out. So I mean, that's why Bannon's out, right? Like, like if Bannon, if it weren't for that, Bannon would still be in the White House. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe now maybe the Wolf book or, now maybe the Wolf book comes out, and and now we start the process of him leaving. It's not – I mean he's already out. Why is he already out? Because everybody's already out. They burn through him so fast in the Trump White House. I mean there's naturally going to be some turnover, but the rate is just astounding. But you know what's even crazier? And it just doesn't get a lot of press, but if you go and you actually look, Pence's staff is having a similar rate of turnover, which is even odder. That is – I wonder if that is Trump related or not. Well, that's just it, right? Is it what, you know, is it, and, and, you know, this whole investigation is what's the next big fish? You know, we, we are going to get to Kushner, obviously. Does Kushner go to Don Jr. or does it go to Pence? You know, who are, where's the, where's the step after that? You know, and Pence, is he going to, and is he, that's, you know, that's always the question is what does Pence know and when did he know it? Yeah. Because either yeah. he's a either he's a buffoon who had no idea what was going on uh in the campaign he was on and and or or he did know and he lied and he's been lying. I mean that's that right those are the two choices. And neither one of those are good choices. Right. Well, I think we've I think we've done enough with with Mr. Bannon here. Uh, let's move on to the New Year's resolutions and diet fats. Take it away, Eric. <laughs> well, I it's kind of hard to segue into that one, I guess. But um, I, I resolve. To <laughs> that the was White the House. segue. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. I mean, honestly, with this one, I was really going with the um, I don't know what I was leading with. I was going for a. I think by you stating the fact that this is the first one of the year, I really wanted to bring in, I guess, something in regards to the new year. And then it made me think of resolutions. And then I also had diet fads on there. So um, I guess my question then becomes, have those around you participated in them? Are you interested in resolutions? Do you feel that they fail? Have you ever overcome one? And I don't know. I mean, I remember when Matt used to make that one soup. You remember that soup mat that was only vegetables? Yes. Was it a vegetable soup? <laughs> and you had to eat it for like a week or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you How'd ever that finish go? that? It was fine. Oh, it's actually okay. a fairly common soup. It's not unusual. They often use it for people who are overweight before they have surgeries. So it's a it's a reputable thing. It's Did not it a work? fad. Oh, not a fad. Yeah, that's not a fad. I mean, it, I'd lost a fair amount of weight that week and, you know, kept it off for a little while. But it's 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 just a kickstart, though. It's not like it's a an ongoing thing. The idea is it's it's supposed to be a very temporary thing. 
Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, I, um, I myself don't. I've never been one to really. I don't know. Um, like, my news resolutions are usually like, well, okay, I'm going to. I usually take like a break from drawing comics and stuff, and then I'm like, okay, I got to draw comics again. And my <laughs> resolution are usually like, I got to draw every night. And I didn't do that right now, which kind of sucks for me. Um, and, I, and just because of the massive sickness at my house, but between me and everyone else, I just am behind on drawing. But uh, as far as diets go, I've never been one for the fad diets. I, I, I kind of yo-yo between under 200 and, and, um, and about 225. And so when, when I, I said this when we started the topics as a joke, it's true. Um, when, I, when I lost my steady day job gig that I had, my full-time day job, Back in October, I was at I was at 225, and I stepped on the scale yesterday, and I was at 198. <laughs> so, um, take that for what you will. But part of it just is because um, when I all of a sudden I had like time at home, like for the first two weeks of my unemployment, when I had like nothing else going, I actually hit my elliptical most days for a half okay. hour. Um, right, and then okay. since. And then the other piece of it is, you know, I get up in the morning, I don't eat breakfast, and I go to work. Oh, I'll stop the, you know, I stop at the gas station, I grab a Diet Pepsi. Oh, donut. Oh, cookie, right? And <laughs> and by virtue of not doing that every day, <laughs> um, and then, you know, not having, and, and right now I, I, I have a part-time gig at a local newspaper. And... Um, you know, where most days I'm there from like nine to two because I drop my kids off at school. I go into the office. I do, and I have a lot to do, and I, and I have to leave there by two so I can go pick my kids up from school. So I just don't have time to like eat like a lunch and go take a lunch break and stuff most days. And so I think just by virtue of not snacking and eating, you know, like maybe one light lunch and then like one actual meal, uh, that's kind of done it for me. But that's that's not really. That's my fad diet for everyone else to try. Don't eat and don't have a job. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, I was just getting into the resolution stuff too because like this year I decided that it was time after long research and other aspects that Eric was going to get his own exercise equipment for his house. And then I ended up getting a spin bike because I love spin classes but now I can do it in my home, which is super awesome. I've actually, you know, been on it a couple times now, and I, I feel like it's it's been awesome for me in that aspect. And you know, when you guys see me as a, a twig again, you're gonna all freak out and be like, "What the hell happened?" Which will never happen. But nonetheless, because <laughs> obviously I'm a large mammal in itself, which is okay. Because you guys can see, for some reason, I feel like my circle is larger on this Skype for some reason than everybody else. I think it's because <laughs> of my size, like just gravity or the universe saying something to me. But I think um, part of it too is you're the only one of us with a picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I should remove that. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, that's what happens when you do a lot of video what, games. You tend what's to, my image? MN. You just have like the yeah, you it's just like a little like yeah. generic. So it icon. looks like right now I'm looking at Pepper in Minnesota. But there now, now, now it's video chat with you. 
Wait, oh, you're in your, and you're in your law office, and you look all... Gosh, you've got all your books behind you, you too? Your fake books. Your fake oh, law my books goodness. On your book is that a resolution, too, <laughs> to have law books? Your own law library? I, I do it. have my own law library. Is that is that something that's supposed to happen? I, well, that's going to be another topic for another day. But um, <laughs> So my New Year's resolution, then, would become to ride my bike as much as I can and, you know, just feel better too that's my big thing but that's I, me yeah. i think they're good i mean you know i think the new year always is like well okay this is it's a new beginning but i mean i think part of the the trap right with new year's resolutions and stuff is mm-hmm. that you know a lot of people start gym memberships and everything in january but by march they don't go and you know exactly like, you know and it's like well what are a lot of people are like oh i'm gonna wait till the new year you know on the other end of the year to start mm-hmm. that and then it's like well if you really want to just do something you should just you know do it instead of waiting for like the right time the right time you know it's kind of an artificial thing and i think that's part of it now the other piece of it is i think what does it take like seven weeks to change a habit yeah something, like something that. along yeah. the, those lines i believe yeah i mean that's really hard so i think that's i think that's the other thing mm-hmm. seven weeks out if you're still going to the gym in March, there's a good chance it's going to keep up, right? Or if you're still eating, you know, salads or whatever. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take this opportunity to quote, uh, Mark Twain. Uh, it's, it's a a great quote. So just, and it's a little long, so bear with me here. All right. uh, New Year's day. Now is the accepted time to make your regular annual good resolutions. Next week you can begin paving hell with them as usual. (laughs) <laughs> Yesterday, everybody smoked his last cigar, took his last drink, and swore his last oath. Today, we are a pious and exemplary community. Thirty days from now, we shall have cast our reformation to the winds and gone to cutting our ancient shortcomings considerably shorter than ever. We shall also reflect pleasantly upon how we did the same old thing last year about this time. However, go in community. New Year's is as harmless an annual... New Year's is a harmless annual institution of no particular use to anybody, save as a scapegoat for promiscuous drunks and friendly calls and humbug resolutions. And we wish you to enjoy it with a looseness suited to the greatness of the occasion. Huzzah! I I just, I love that quote, because it's, you know, hey, there's no real harm in this, and, and, hey, let's, let's enjoy it. And so, exactly. uh, I did, I did, I always do make some resolutions, um, I want to read more this year, and I, my goal is a book a month. Um, what, you're not as outspoken as your sister? A book a week? I wish. No. <laughs> I, do far, I do far too much reading at work to read that much. Uh, yeah. I don't, but, um, I'm, and I would like to lose some weight, and uh, to that extent, I bought myself a scale. Ooh. Uh, so then I can then I can know if I lose weight. But uh, that's all. I mean, you know, I've been stepping on the scale mm. every day. Uh, working on cutting back on soda, things like that. But for me, weight loss is, it's, you know, it's about making those small incremental changes. I put on weight in small incremental ways. I need to take it off that way too, because that's, what's going to be, you know, a lasting change instead of, uh, anything mm-hmm. else for, for me. So that's, that's kind of my approach on that. Awesome. That's well, impressive. I think the whole idea between new Year's, behind new year's resolutions and diets and stuff is that there's something wrong and we need to fix it, right? I mean, uh, as a person, there's something wrong with me, and I need to change something and fix it. And, you know, I think there was a great 
uh, Calvin and Hobbes comic about Hobbes asking Calvin about New Year's resolutions. He's like, why should I change? I'm perfect. I'm fine just the way I am. And, you know, I obviously getting back to the hubris piece, you know, just keep, kind of, he's keep spiraling around that. But um, for, you know, we all have our flaws. And, you know, I think this is, I think the spirit of these things is like trying to repair some of those flaws. But on the other hand, um, they are our, our flaws. These are my flaws. They are mine. I own them. They are part of me. Uh, upon removing these flaws from myself, I have removed a part of myself. I am not who I am, you know. And not to say that the removal of flaws, but, you know, is the excising of one's personality, per se, but, uh, or, or even of oneself identity, but I think there is a piece of our identity wrapped into our flaws and how we deal with them. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because I don't see New Year's resolution so much as a time for getting rid of flaws as I do see it as a, an opportunity for self-betterment. Um, those not being necessarily distinct from one another, but um, but on some level, those are different. You know, yeah. you don't have to resolve to address a flaw. I don't think it's a flaw that I don't read as much as I would like to. It's that I just kind of like reading and want to sort of rediscover that a little bit. It's not a flaw issue. That's, a, that's used, something else. I used to like to read until my brother-in-law suggested a book one time and I didn't realize that it had such crazy content that I couldn't carry on reading ever again in my life. Was it the Brothers Karamazov? Correct. That book is so good. Oh, no. <laughs> I will never me, you know, finish I mean, that book, just so you know. I, uh, I often said that my one regret in life is that I don't watch enough TV, and people always laugh at that, but I think it's very true because... Um, like, if the TV's on for me... Well, okay, maybe I'm watching Animaniacs with my kids or something these days, right? Oh, it's it's Wednesday in Matland. <laughs> it's 10, 10 o'clock. o'clock. 10 o'clock siren. What it's happened before on that? our show. It'll happen again. Um, <laughs> what is that? It's a siren. It's the 10 o'clock siren. For what? To, to well. go into your bomb shelter? <laughs> To know I that mean, it's 10 o'clock. The commies is it are ha- coming. Do you live in Hawaii now or oh. what? <laughs> when that did you move? <laughs> I know, but so yours is real? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just 10 o'clock. Is that at your law you, you office or is that in like You don't have a siren town? that tells you it's 10 o'clock? No, no I, have I have a, a clock. <laughs> I have nothing that tells me it's 10 o'clock other than a clock within itself. Huh. Hey, that's Siren. It's too bad. And end the show, I guess. Yep. All right. We're done. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, See you, Matt. Nice knowing finish, you. To finish my thought, though, about TV, I don't watch enough of it, right? Because TV was something I would do for leisure. And by not watching enough TV, what I am saying is I do not have enough time to just do nothing. So maybe I should resolve to watch more TV. I think you should. Make sure it's content in which is... Great four topics. Well, we are watching... It's uh, research. Right now. Then, right? The wife and I are watching the, the latest season of Game of Thrones. 
Ooh, um, good season. Right, and um, let's see. We uh, we continually Go, watched The Good Place. We still love that. And Teresa did some of that. Yeah. All right. Well, seriously though, the the, the siren's gone off. I guess uh, that really is. I think we're good on New Year's resolutions and diet fads. Though, yeah, right? for sure. I think for sure. So. I think this has been a this has been a completely um, adequate Cromulent. episode. Cromulent. Cromulent episode. Yes, uh, of the marvelous Cromulent. Patrick show. Hey, if you've listened to this, uh, thank you. Uh, you may have heard it on iTunes or Google Podcasts or whatever wherever you find your podcasts. If you do, please subscribe and uh, rate us. Or maybe you've heard this on Patreon, where episodes uh, go up uh, about two weeks before they go public. So uh, if you like this episode and you've heard it on uh, Apple or Google, and you want more right now, for $1, you can get uh, at least one more episode of The Marvelous Patrick Show, and um, as well as hundreds of pages of ebooks of comics and the latest comics by myself, The Marvelous Patrick. Also, you can find me on all the social medias, whatever your favorite social media platform is, at Marvelous Patrick on that platform. There's no K in Patrick, just like there's no crying in baseball. Matt, anything you want to plug this week? No. My computer in. All right. Matt was plugging his computer in. That's computer in at the Matt uh, computer. Uh, Eric, anything you would like to plug this week? Uh, no, you guys are more than welcome to follow me on Twitter at Big Papa Sexy Eric Famoso. You just said no, and then you gave yourself a plug. Dang it! I Is that how it's that. done? Yeah. Uh. It, you know, ignore his plug. It didn't count. He said no. No, no. You cannot follow him on Twitter. I do not follow him on Twitter because, good God, that handle is embarrassing. Is <laughs> okay, I was I was twelve when I made it. Calm down. <laughs> It sounds like it. Are what you is- still 12? Because you know you don't have to keep it. Yeah, you know you I can, can get rid of it? Those. Yeah, you can change those. Oh. <laughs> I you should do that. Well. Fine. It's going to be gonna more find- big papa sexy. There is more of him than when he was 12. <laughs> there is. Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you another time. Bye. Are we ready to start? Uh, give me just a second. Are you still working on topics? No, I'm working on a lawsuit.